Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast with Jaguars senior writer, John Ozier. All right, welcome to this week's Ozone Podcast. And uh, we are joined by Jaguars running back Travis Etienne Jr. I got to say, I'm excited about this because his story is fascinating the way he came into the league, what he went through early in his career, and where he is now. It's a pretty remarkable ascension. Uh, fulfilling of his potential, etc. Uh, Travis, we appreciate you joining us. I just appreciate you having me. And uh, you heard what I just said, and you know, it, it's interesting. Does it feel like year three to you? In a way, it feels like you've been around for a while, and yet not playing the rookie year. Maybe not. I mean, how does it feel? Do you feel like a year three vet? Ah, uh, yes, sir. Just most definitely, I feel like it's year three for me. Just uh, coming in with Trev and. Uh, just kind of seeing the growing pains that we had here uh, throughout Jackson. Uh, just seeing things develop. Uh, it's definitely feeling like year three. What does that mean to you to have been – when you came in, everybody talks about being a part of something special and growing. Uh, what does it mean to you to be sort of for f- fulfilling that uh, goal, if you will? I just mean uh, how to just to keep the main thing the main thing and uh, mm-hmm. just keep – just stay focused on the right things because uh, what we're doing has clearly been working and um, – don't change who we are. Just keep keep working, keep pushing, keep striving for greatness. And the good things are going to come from that. Now I got to ask you, uh, when you mentioned Trevor, one of the things I was thinking in, in, uh, in uh, preparing for this interview, you came in and it seemed like the first time anybody talked to you, first question is always about Trevor. He was first round draft pick. I mean, he was the number one draft pick. Um, but that never seemed to bother you in terms of always being asked about him. Uh, I guess – did it ever bother you? And if if not, um, why? <laughs> uh, I like to fly under the radar. Right. And, uh, I feel like Trevor gives me that. Um, he gives me uh, the ability to fly under the radar. Right. And uh, just kind of stating myself, I feel like I'm like just a, a very cool, calm, collected guy. Just stating myself, really just coming here and, and all about business at the end of the day. Right. And uh, I feel like I'm here to play football, all the media, all the other stuff. Um, that just comes with me being a great player, and I understand okay. that. But if I can... Throw something on Trevor at the end of the day and let him do it. I, I love that. <laughs> and that's a real thing. I, I get the impression. I talk to you in the locker room a lot, as the media do. I've uh, done it here. But doing this kind of a thing, you do it because you know the fans sort of want to get to know you a little bit. But you could do without it in the end, couldn't you? Uh, most definitely. Most <laughs> definitely. I'm just here to play football and uh, win football games and uh, do my job and go home and uh, be with my family. How often in Jacksonville now, after being here a while, do you get approached a lot? Uh, your relationship with fans, how do you handle that? Because that can sometimes not be easy. I mean, uh, just honestly, uh, we're used to that. Just coming from Clemson. Right. Uh, we won a national championship. We were just winning all the time. So uh, I feel like there it was crazy because of the fan base, because of all the one that we have been doing. But uh, just hearing Jack, just us changing the culture, it's kind of becoming the same. And uh, it's kind of becoming a norm. Like we're used right. to that. We're used to getting people talking to us, wanting to take pictures and everything. And that's kind of getting back to that uh, the more we win. Plus in college, you got to go to class so people see you all the time. You know, so it's, yeah. it's harder. I would assume it's harder to get the privacy even on the days you want it in college. Oh, yeah. In college, it was, it was definitely most – it was harder because, like, like you said, <laughs> I got to go to class. I got to right. be outside. But now I'm here with the team in the facility. And now when I get out of here, I pretty much just go home. Mm-hmm. I pretty don't really much go outside. Uh, unless I got to go grocery shopping and stuff sure. like that. And then I'll get approached. But um, it's nothing, nothing too major. I got you. I know it's looking back a little bit, but I'm wondering if 
with perspective a year and a half later, um, I asked about this last time you were on it. How difficult was that rookie season to get through now that you look back on it? Because that's a brutal thing to have to go through. For people who don't know, missing your rookie season with a foot injury. Any perspective on how that maybe helped you looking back on it a year and a half later? I want to say it helped me uh, just by understanding how how the game can be taken away from you okay. and uh, how that we don't have – like this is, the, this is the end. This is it for me. At the NFL, it's like you reached to where you wanted to reach. And, uh, it's, right, that's what this, you've always wanted. Yes, right? I was, it's what I always wanted. And just knowing that this is the last step and uh, just understanding that it can be taken away from you. So now I understand that I have to just be grateful for every opportunity I have on that field because at the end of the day – an injury, can, an injury can happen, sure. and, and and I've been through that. And I feel like the thing that hurt me the most in my rookie season was just um, not being on the field, sure. just having to come here and watch them play and me knowing that I can be able to help them win football games. I feel like that was the hardest thing for me, just having to sit back and just watch because um, there's nothing I could do right now. Right. But and just sort of be feeling better. separate from it, right? That's always difficult because you're not quite in that camaraderie that you're used to. Uh, I mean, yeah, but uh, I, I was here every day at the facility. Okay. I had to come in here for treatments and everything. Right. So it was like, I, I know I said like one time, it was like having a birthday party and not being able to enjoy the birthday cake. <laughs> so it was just like, I, I was here every day doing everything with them and yeah. not being able to play in the games, sure. uh, which was tough for me. Yeah, with no carrot at the end. So that's, that's brutal. Um, talk to me about this season. Are you a... Uh, are you a different runner uh, now than you were when you came into the league? Uh, honestly, no. Okay. Honestly, no. I'm, I'm really not. I'm really just the same guy I've been. It's just um, I feel like I just have a better understanding of the scheme. Okay. And I have a better understanding of the NFL. Okay. Uh, understanding that um, I'm not going to beat every guy to the sideline. Okay. Uh, you can watch like my high school clips, my college clips, where it's just – I you could did be, beat everybody. I, I could be anybody. <laughs> to where now it's really about leverage and uh, understanding that everyone's right. fast, uh, and just and just like I would say, standing between the tackles, being more vertical. I can't mm-hmm. say I, I've got much better this year of being a more vertical runner. Right. To where um, in college I'm looking for that home run every time. Sure. To where now I understand the first down is important. I understand that the four yards are very important. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was the biggest thing. Understanding that four yards is a good run. Right. Uh, I feel like I struggled with that for a long time. Sure. Uh, this, this last season, I I just couldn't kind of ingrain it in my head yeah. that four yards is a great run. But just understanding that four yards is a good run, you keep the chains moving and just wear the defense down and things are going to work out for you. How do you, um, you know, I've obviously never played running back. Um, how do you incorporate that kind of thinking into your game? And I guess what I'm getting at is everything happens so fast, meaning – you can say in August that I want to run a certain way. And then when it's live, I'm sure instincts take over. Was it difficult to sort of get that of, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to try it. Um, I've got to have this be what my instinct is. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah. Now I hear you saying, but I just feel uh, it was very easy for me because I've been running back all my life. And uh, I I feel like I was very, I'm very blessed with the skills that I have to be able to run a ball very well. And uh, for me, it was just uh, just repetition, okay. Just practice. Just I feel like for me, it was, just, it was like the smallest thing. Like okay. it was just my steps. Like my initial step, I used to like instead of instead of having my shoulders square, my shoulders would be turned. So 
it was forcing me not to be able to see the whole field. Gotcha. It was just forcing me to be able to see the right side of the field. Okay. So now with my shoulder square, I'm able to see. Easier to cut back because you can it, see. Easier it. To, I, I can see the whole field. I can right. see the A gap, B gap, C. I, I can see the cut back. I can see everything. So for me, it was just getting a shoulder square. And now the defender don't have a tip of where I'm going to go mm-hmm. either. So now it's, for me, I, I feel like I, I still have to get better at pressing the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Like just keeping the defender there for a second. And um, But other than that, it was really just the smallest thing was my steps, honestly. My guess is you're selling yourself short. You probably had to work harder at that than you're letting on. But humble. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, it, it was really just honestly just Coach Promley made me do steps every day. Okay. Uh, we, we was here voluntary OTAs. Right. He was steps. It was okay. steps, steps, steps. And even when I go home, I, um, I was just in the mirror just working on the steps. So okay. that way, like you said, when now I'm in a game, like, it is second nature because I did those steps so many times. Gotcha. Now I'm not reverting back to gotcha. my old steps or what I've what I become accustomed to right. in the past. Now, like, I've done so much repetition on it. Now that is what I'm used to. Right. It's not always an easy thing to do, accepting that you need to do something because what got you here it's not going to keep me here. Right, got you and, to the NFL. Yeah, and I understand, it. like, my rookie season I had, when I'm rookie season, my second year right. I had 1,200 yards, but just me knowing me, I know I left 400, 500 yards out there right. just because of me not having my shoulder square or me predetermining things. Right. The, there's been so much talk, and it was interesting to hear you talk about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there's been so much talk about the wear and tear, the carries, et cetera. Um, and your quote was hilarious. It was like, that's why I play football, meaning you want the opportunity. Um, is that a tough thing to balance, knowing that you know you don't want to get X number of carries, but you want the opportunities as well? I mean, nah, not for me. I just feel like I'm ready anytime my number is called. Okay. And I also understand that that football, I'm probably doing football around 28, 29. Like, okay. Right. I, was, I, I, I don't have much of a, a life, in this, life in football. I feel mm-hmm. like, I, like I said earlier, I got to the point in my career where I wanted to be all my life. So why would I try to hold myself back now? Right. I got you. So it's like I want to go out there and be my best self that I can be, put great film each and every week so that one day maybe they talk about me like they talk about right. Fred Taylor, Maurice Jones, Drew, those guys. Uh, just guys you never thought about wearing terror, like old school running backs. Just right. Who was just out there playing to win football games and just be the best player they can be. And uh, when it's all said and done, uh, let, let the chips fall where they may. Do you ever um – I used, to talk about, I used to talk to Fred about this sometime. Ever surprise yourself? Like when you're watching film, you go, how did I do Like it's such an instinctive position. Mm-hmm. Had there been plays like that where you were like, man, that was, I couldn't have thought that. I had to just do it. Uh, nah, not really. Not really. Because I've, I've been watching film of myself my, okay. whole, my whole life. I, I do, I feel like it is like just a really give me comfort to, See that I'm doing the same things I've done all my gotcha. all my life. That it translates that, to the next that level. That it translates sure. to the next level. And that gives me confidence to understand I'm heading in the right direction and there's still so much more for me to tap into. So I just have to stay focused, keep working uh week in and week out to get better because um at the end of the day it's just football. And right. uh like you said, it's very instinctive position and I just have to keep building my toolbox so whenever I'm in positions that I'm able to react uh in a, with, with my best move at that time. Gotcha. Got a quote I want to ask you about. I think it was last week before the bye when you were talking to the media. You said you never really understood the instinct to play defense because that was never what you wanted to do. You always wanted to be the guy to score. Um, 
I used to talk about that a little bit. You never played defense growing up, never had any desire to do it. Now, so I actually played defense. Uh, I played free safety. Okay. But I was the guy you were putting in, like, 30 and long. Okay, uh, gotcha. <laughs> I, I just want to go in there and pick the ball, like, okay. just kind of be a ball. How many ball. picks? Uh, I had, like, two picks in high school. Okay. I had a, okay. My first ever play in high school was a pick six. Okay, gotcha. I had you. a pick six. <laughs> okay. So, but so I first just, touchdown in high school was a pick six? No, no, not first touchdown. Okay, but first no, play first in defense. Okay, play. gotcha. Because I wasn't scored going a lot on, of touchdowns before that. Yeah, I wasn't okay. going on defense if I had to go in there and just try to like just fill an A gap. I, got you. I, I okay. don't understand that. <laughs> well, I, I do understand it for some guys, but for me, right. I just always kind of, I just always knew I, I was special with the ball in my hands. Right. And, uh, I just love running away from guys, and I feel like just as a little kid growing up, we used to play football on the right. hills, like um, like. Throw them up, bust them up. Where mm-hmm. It's just one man versus everybody. Right. And I feel like that really kind of shaped my running style and just what I wanted to do. And the guys was always bigger than me. I never really been like a, a huge guy. So right. uh, I was always good at running away from people. And, I uh, got you. And I just kind of stuck with that and, and got me this far. In the 70s, believe it or not, I, uh, they call that tackle loco. Tackle loco? <laughs> I don't know why. I played it and unsurprisingly was not very good at it. So, um, and the final uh, question, um, I think the story is right. Last year when you had some fumbling issues, did your mom actually talk to you about that? Yeah, no. Nah, so my mom, of- uh, my mom, she told me, she told me, uh, she said, do I need to come out there and hold the ball for you? Like, <laughs> did, I, did I not teach you how to fight? I got you. And, uh, I feel like it wasn't really a fumbling problem. It was just me just trying to do too much. Sure. Not like, like I'm. We got a, a 15 ways, and I'm in the middle of three guys yeah. and trying to use a stiff form on a big defensive tackle, which... Again, remember, you're in the NFL. Yeah, thing. like, yeah. in college, I can do that and get away with that. But right. here in the league, like, those guys work too hard at their job. They mm-hmm. they focus on punching the ball away. So just kind of understanding that, like, just put two hands on your ball, and he's going to hit you, but you might bounce forward for three more yards. Right. So just understanding that um, the ball is the most important thing. Gotcha. And uh, you don't give the ball away that they can't win. Uh, the turnover, the turnover uh, margins here in the league is very different. Right. And, uh, we have to use yeah. that to our advantage. So is mom uh, a constant source of, I guess, advice and motivation on that front? I uh, know most definitely. I feel like uh, last year she really played a big role for me. Just, uh, just for me, it being that first year back from the list, Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like she kind of just. Because she's been watching me play my whole life, so she kind of knew when I got back to myself or when I, I got back like, to feeling myself. She can see it. She can see it. And she just uh, – and, and she would talk to me after every game and be like, just trust it a little more. Just just you getting back there, you made a great cut, but continue to just trust in it and uh, push forward. And, uh, and, and, if, if, and if she sees me slacking, right. uh, she's definitely going to give me something for it. She's definitely okay. going to let me know. So Bernie has a partner on that front. Uh, most definitely. <laughs> I got you. Um, when did she know you were back? Was there uh, a play or a game? It was a Giants game. Okay. When uh, right. I think I, I actually had scored a touchdown, then I came back in red zone. I mean, fumbled the ball away, unfortunately. Sure, but, but overall then, the game. Yeah, but then I came back in tell. the second half, and uh, I think it was the first play. We did yeah. like a, a sweep, and I kind of ran to the side and made a cut back inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she knew she was like, she was like, you're looking like yourself again. Just keep trusting and just keep going. And when she said that, then you knew. Yeah, I, I yeah. When she when she told me that, I kind of because I was feeling I was getting more confidence, mm-hmm. and that cut I made right there, I, that's probably a cut I probably want to try right two weeks ago. Yeah, you're thinking about it a little bit, right? So, so 
And then now, just this year, me not thinking about my food at all just kind of helped me just be able to focus on mm-hmm. so much other things. So yeah, it's hard things. to, I'm, I'm sure it's hard to play the position if you're thinking about something else. So the uh, last thing that we do here is the Ozone 5. The Ozone 5. Five. 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 Your last binge watch. My last binge watch? I'm not sure you're a big TV guy. Nah, so I, I recall. Uh, Game of Thrones, honestly. Okay. So I'm actually binge watching it right now. Cause okay. My last binge watch was Insecure. It uh, okay. just came on Netflix, and I uh, kind of I finished that quickly because like 30 minute shows. Okay. But yeah, Game I'm of Thrones Game is a hike. That can oh, take man. a while. It's, I'm on season two right now. Okay. And yeah, it's a hike. Yeah, my son and my wife watched a couple summers back. I, I'm not a uh, Game of Thrones person, but it seemed like it took them forever to get through it. And a lot of uh, it's an emotionally taxing show. It really <laughs> is. It really is. <laughs> uh, last song you heard this morning on the way in. Oh, last song I heard this morning. I, I should know that. I feel like I was uh, listening to. I want to say uh, it's a song. Um, designer. The artist is Graham. Graham. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Best Cajun food in Jacks, if there is any. Best Cajun food. And you can't say your mom. So I know that's probably the best. My mom. <laughs> but uh, this it, is one spot I went to. It's like, actually like right around the corner. I think it's Soul Food. Okay. Uh, I don't think I had any Cajun food out here. I tried right? any Cajun food. I got you. Cajun food, but um, but your mom I makes that, right? She's, yeah, my mom. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, she cooks all the time. She cooked yesterday. I had one over there and ate. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I think the spot it's called Mama's. I think. Okay. Uh, right around the corner. Gotcha. Uh, favorite runner growing up, if you had one. The Damian Thomason. Period. Uh, he period. Was the guy. Yeah. And um. Your best run that you're most proud of? Uh, my best run, I would say um, the one in uh, the Bills, the Bills in London. Okay. I, I kind of like both of those, honestly. 36 yard or the broke third? Yeah, I, I, I feel like the first one, because I feel like the first one, it was just me just trusting my instincts mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of like just getting out of my head. Yeah. But I, I like the 36 yard because it was me trusting in my team, right. trusting in the scheme, the blocking scheme. And just like like understanding like understanding the blocking scheme, hard work paid like, off. Yeah, like like, like, like last year, up. I feel like that's probably a run that I wouldn't have made. Okay, uh, because I probably wouldn't have trusted to get back there with everything so muddied up. Right. Uh, but this year, I just trusted it. Just understood the game plan, the assignment, right. and uh, was able to squeeze through the hole and uh, finish the finish a great run. Do you remember your first touchdown uh, yes, of sir. life? Uh, yeah. What was it? Uh, it, it was actually it. So my first ever game in life was I had got the ball and I big defense and he like smacked me. Okay. He smacked me and that's when I knew that I didn't want to get tackled ever again because <laughs> I I don't I, I really right. didn't like getting hit. Right. I was like my grandma asked me in high school was like why you run so fast I'm like I'm trying to keep my jersey clean. <laughs> so but now nah, so it was the second play okay. and they gave it to me around around the uh, after the you got 18th. hit on the first I got hit on okay. the first one so they gave it to me around and I just took off I just took off and. I think I scored probably every time I touched the ball in PB after that. How old were you? I had to be like seven, eight years okay. old. But you were smart enough to know you didn't want to get hit. I was smart enough to know I can <laughs> outrun these guys. Travis, I always enjoy talking to you like this. I appreciate you joining us. I know it's a busy week. Thanks for joining the Ozone Podcast once again. I just appreciate you.